the wheel of time turns. In the country of Gildan, four wanderers are blown together by the ice-cold winds of civil war. What hero's journey might the pattern weave on their noble path? Get a load of these ones! <laughs> this is Who's Taking Watch, a show where we play D&D in our favorite worlds to tell some improvised fan fiction. I'm Brad, your DM for this arc set in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With me is Zach, playing a surly sellsword with questionable social skills. My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. Michelle, playing Tao, a young boy who's trying to meet up with his literal brothers in arms. Eleven brothers and sisters, I'm very well versed in secrets. Marty as Paige, a charismatic herbalist looking for adventure. You expect me to tell you my life story when I've barely known you three days. And Victor as Lior, an ogier who's just trying to make sense of it all. We did nothing wrong. Really? Um, we killed someone. We? Mm, that's a very generous use of the word we. And yet, our heroes live in dark times. What are we going to do against the army of the Falls Dragon? He'll have nothing to fear from us just so long as he should walk in the light. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge. You just hear like a... Inside of your mind. So you guys are making your way to... This is gonna go so poorly. (laughs) Their path is lined with great triumph. Natural 20. (laughs) Tremendous tragedy. That is a natural 20. Oh, Oh, God. And whatever this is. We don't need certainty. We just need a knight. (laughs) <laughs> friggin' die. <laughs> oh, we're so far off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on track as we turn the page and begin the first chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Do you think the Dark One could be watching us? Touch the statue and I'll lend you my power. But it will come with a price if you are able to receive it. I won't let it end here. I have so many things I want to do. I have to try it or else I'll die. Now, girl, use it now. I don't know how. Put your hands out and use it. Somebody help me! I'm sorry, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's start at the very beginning. Hello and welcome. My name is Mendel Songleaf, and I will be your guide and narrator on this epic adventure. My legacy, Soundwave, allows me to create and record any sound from the past, which makes me the ideal historian. Today, we are exploring the tale of Nova Ravenwood. We all know how it ends, but how did it begin? I will use my legacy to bring as many voices and sounds back to life while filling in the gaps of what's happening. Now, let's dive right into... Oh, excuse me. Hi, Mendel. Mind if I sit in? Nova, of course not. In fact, I would be honored if you got us started. With pleasure. My name is Nova, and this is the story of how I became the first warlock. Long ago... The world was in chaos. War covered the land as nation battled nation, tribe against tribe. All seemed lost until 
the ten dragons appeared. The ten dragons brought peace to the world using their magic as a way to guide and teach us. They chose to become mortal, to live among us, embracing us as their new family. When they died, they did not completely leave the world, for their descendants became sorcerers, individuals born from those dragon bloodlines, humans, but with a dragon legacy. They formed the Ten Great Cities, beacons of light in the world. Nova, are you paying attention? We begin our story at Oakvale Secondary School. Lost in her thoughts, Nova envisions the sorcerer she one day hopes to become, conjuring spells of immense strength and unlocking the secrets of the mystical arts. She is bright-eyed, her lavender hair pulled up into two buns on the top of her head. She quickly snaps out of her dream and back to reality at the sound of her own name. Uh, yes, teacher! <laughs> then tell me, who founded Oakvale, our very own great city? Raina Tanwen, the fire dragon. Correct. Now, tell me what her legacy was. That's enough for today, students. And remember, term ends this week, so if you wish to apply to the tower, the entrance exam is tomorrow morning. I just know this is the year my legacy activates. This is going to be my year. Nova's classmates were buzzing with excitement. Lyra, one of Nova's friends, walked over to speak with her. <laughs> hey, Nova, are you going to the exam? You know it. I've waited all year for this. Ha! You have to have magic first. Balthazar Boils. Legacy Toxic Spray. One of Nova's classmates, Balthazar, catches her attention. Despite being shorter than Nova, he stands out with his eccentric appearance. His thick goggles magnify his eyes, giving him a curious, bug-eyed look. His blue bowl cut is neatly combed, adding to his already unique appearance. You losers shouldn't even bother showing up. I'm the only one here with skills strong enough to get into the tower. Save yourself some of the embarrassment. Oh yeah? When my legacy shows up tomorrow, it's gonna blow you away, Balthazar. I just wasn't ready last time. Oh, <laughs> that is rich. Well, I guess I'll see you at the trial then. Can't wait to witness this incredible power you've been hiding. Don't let him get to you, Nova. I'm sure you'll do great. Yeah, me too. Maybe we'll both be in the same class. Hey, I'll see you tomorrow. As Nova made her way home from school, a cloud of doubt weighed heavily on her mind. The sun was just beginning to set, casting a warm golden light between the towering stone buildings of Oakvale's downtown. The tower, home of the city's esteemed Sorcerer Academy, loomed over everything in sight. She stopped at her favorite dessert store on the way home to pick up her most beloved treat, caramel custard. Good luck tomorrow, Nova. Thanks, old man! Nova trudged towards the outskirts of town, her footsteps heavy. As she approached her family's humble cottage, the savory aroma of her mother's cooking wafted out to meet her. Despite the comforting scent, a somber expression still lingered on Nova's face as she opened the door and stepped inside. Welcome home, Nova. As the two savored their meal, they chatted about the events of their day. However, as the conversation went on, Astrid could sense that something was troubling her daughter. Nova seemed lost in thought her eyes downcast, and her expression pensive. Are you all right, Nova? Oh, 
Oh, yeah, I'm fine. You're thinking about the exam tomorrow, aren't you? Mom, I... I know my legacy hasn't activated yet, but it's got to this year, right? And and they'll understand. I mean, I, I'm sure that I can start classes so that I'm not behind once it does. Nova, you've got to prepare yourself for the possibility that you might not be accepted. You're such an incredible person, and I know you'll shine wherever you go, but it just might not be as a sorcerer. I know, but... I just want to make you proud. And I want to be like Dad and Magnus. I'm already proud of you. And I know your father and brother would be too if they could see what a wonderful young woman you've become. They're still out there, Mom. They'll see. Someday. I hope you're right. But magic took them away from us, and I just don't want it to take you from me too. No matter what happens, I'm never going anywhere. I know, I just love you so much. Now let's dig into that caramel custard. Next entry, please. As the sun rose over the tower, the Great Hall bustled with nervous energy. The exam proctor, a slender middle-aged man with sharp eyes and a no-nonsense demeanor, stood at the front of the room ready to conduct the interviews. Here! I'm here! Ah, Miss Ravenwood. This should be quite simple for you if you're anything like your brother. Please, demonstrate your legacy. Well, that's the thing. It hasn't manifested yet. And you are how old? Fifteen. Although on occasion people manifest at later ages, the average sorcerer can use magic by the age of ten. Wait! I'm just a late bloomer! Please, I swear it'll happen any day. I don't want to have to wait a whole year to try again. Please! Hmm. We might be willing to make an exception if you're able to cast a spell of at least first level or above. I was... I was hoping that if I enrolled, someone might be able to help me use magic. I know I can, somehow. I'm sorry, Miss Ravenwood, but I'm afraid we just can't admit you. Without a legacy or the ability to cast spells, you have no future as a sorcerer. Maybe try again next year. Or maybe look at a trade school. Good luck. Next! Nova walked out of the large gate and into the city. She passed students celebrating their acceptance, and some sulking in disappointment. A familiar face approached her. Hey Nova, oh, sorry to hear you didn't get in this year. Well, I guess they have to weed out the trash at some point, right? Wait, you got accepted? That's totally not fair! He's such a dweeb! That's right. You're looking at the new star of Class Blue. Who knows? I might even end up being one of the pillars. Oh, so sorry to hear you didn't make it. But they can't just let anyone in. I guess you're just too... weak... Kira Bloodweaver, Legacy Human Puppet. Kira, another of Nova's classmates and former childhood friend, approached with confidence, wearing a sleek new sorcerer uniform. She had dark hair and olive skin, as well as piercing violet eyes. I'm not in the mood, Kira. Just leave me alone. And take your snot-nosed classmate with you. You two seem like perfect matches. Maybe it's better I don't have a legacy. You've only been a jerk ever since you got yours. 
Oh, this might be the perfect opportunity to kick her while she's down. <clears throat> you know, I heard a rumor that the Dragon Shrine has the power to manifest legacies. Maybe you should try going up there tonight. You never know. I just need to go to the Dragon Shrine? Oh, yes, that's it! Oh, what do I need to do? The Dragon Shrine? But that's- Oh, shush! Don't tell everyone about it. We don't want everyone and their mother getting a legacy, do we? Hmm. I guess she hasn't heard the rumor that it's haunted. This is too perfect. All I know is you need to visit at night and talk to the statue. Good luck, little Nova. Oh, yes! <laughs> um, good luck. I'm sure you're going to need it. The dragon shrine, huh? I guess I've got nothing to lose. As night fell, Nova set out on the dark path leading out of the city towards the Dragon Shrine. The pathway was narrow and winding, with shadows lurking at every turn. As she drew closer, the outline of the shrine came into view, a crumbling monument to a long-forgotten past. The only two remaining dragon statues stood sentry on either side of a central figure, a worn stone statue of a woman that had weathered the passage of time. That must be Reyna. The red dragon in her human form. She hesitated as she reached the perimeter of the shrine. A cool wind blew a shiver up her back. Ooh. Oh, come on, Nova. You can do this. It's just a creepy old shrine in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> in the dark. Turn back. Ah! Who's there? Turn back or you'll die. A voice echoed through the darkness. What? Are you going to kill me? <laughs> Maybe. Are you delicious? Who are you? A ball of fire hidden by the sun. Reyna? <sighs> You'd compare me to that virtuous fool. No, I'm nothing like her. You humans think you know so much, but you know nothing. Why are you here? I heard the shrine might give me power. Power? I don't think you can handle the power I have. Many have tried, and none have been worthy. Oh, please, please help me. I'll do anything. All my life I've dreamed of being a sorcerer, to be like my father and my brother, to make the Ravenwood family proud. <sighs> That's why you want to be a sorcerer? Pathetic. Hmm. Ravenwood. Where have I heard that name before? What does it matter to you? You're not going to help me, are you? No, I don't like you. But it's not up to me. I can only be freed by one person and one alone. One with a giving heart and thief's hands. Those are the conditions of my imprisonment. I've never stolen anything. Okay, there was that one time when I was six in the sweet shop, but I've regretted it every day of my life. Nova felt a chill run down her spine as the gargoyles behind her began to move. She turned to face them just in time to see their stone bodies shift and groan with an eerie grinding sound. The creatures towered over her, their eyes glowing with red light. Nova stood frozen in fear, her heart pounding in her chest. 
His guard dogs are waking up. You've lingered here too long. I told you, you'd die if you spoke to me. I thought you were just trying to be scary! Nova froze as the stone dragons fixed their gaze on her. Without warning, the creatures leapt down from their perches with a deafening roar, their wings beating a furious rhythm as they approached her. Nova backed away, her heart racing as the dragons closed in. Help me! Touch the statue and I'll lend you my power. But it will come with a price if you are able to receive it. You're such an incredible person and I know you'll shine wherever you go, but it just might not be as a sorcerer. Ha! You have to have magic first. Without a legacy or the ability to cast spells, you have no future as a sorcerer. I guess you're just too... weak. I won't let it end here. I have so many things I want to do. I have to try it or else I'll die. Nova's hands pressed against the cold stone. She immediately felt a warmth on her skin, like the light of the sun bathing her in its brilliance. A beam of white-hot energy shot into the air. The city of Oakvale was illuminated. Lord Zarian, something's happening at the Dragon Shrine. Zarian rushed to his window of the tower, the light of the shrine warming his red skin. The Dragon Shrine? It's just like that night. The gargoyles drew closer and closer, their stone maws opening to reveal dozens of sharp teeth. Now, girl, use it now! I don't know how! Put your hands out and use it! Somebody help me! <laughs> Finally! What happened? Huh. Looks like you had everything under control. I should have known a sorcerer was up to something out here. A sorcerer? Nova looked up to see a red-skinned man with horns peering down at her. He was wearing a uniform, a robe from the Sorcerer Academy. On his hands were two heavy metal gauntlets. Come on. We need to have a little chat. Wait. Are you the Devil of Oakvale? <laughs> you can call me that if you want. Or you can just call me Zarian. And we've met before. I'm a little sad I didn't make a bigger impression. Well, you were pretty young. It's a little chilly out here for my taste. Let's take this back to the tower, shall we? Zarian snapped his fingers and the two of them were instantly transported back to the tower. Whoa, how did we just... Oh, I feel nauseous. Sorry about that. <laughs> Bad habit. I should have warned you. Now, have a seat, Nova. Zarian sat Nova down in his office. It was a cavernous room filled with walls of books. Curled up on his desk was a small, wingless dragon, her large eyes studying Nova. So, why don't you tell me how a student who failed her exam this morning was able to demonstrate incredible power just a few hours later? Well, I, um, I guess my legacy just activated late. Hmm. <laughs> Deception isn't your strong suit. I'm sorry I destroyed those statues. I didn't mean to. I'm not in trouble, am I? Nova, calm down. I just wanted to know how you managed to do it. I mean, if you'd prefer I bring your new abilities up with a headmaster, okay. I'm more than happy. I don't have any power. That wasn't me. It was her, wasn't it? A voice in the dark. Yes! Wait, how did you know? Oh, you're not the first person to try and take her power. And it seems she doesn't give it up willingly. 
So I'm curious what makes you so special. I don't know. I don't even think I know how to use it. That's why I'm going to be your instructor. Classes start next week, and I think you'll make a fine addition to this academy. But you said... I already failed my entrance exam. I thought you were a Ravenwood. You're not going to let something as trivial as that stop you from enrolling, are you? Even though the power isn't my own? Make it your own. And don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. Just make sure you have a good story for that tattoo. Tattoo? It was then that Nova noticed a tattoo on her right hand. A sun symbol with three rings around her wrist. This power might not be mine, but I'll use it until I don't need it anymore. Huh. Good answer. Welcome to Class Red. As the dust settled on the dragon shrine, a dark figure emerged from the shadows, his tattered sorcerer uniform flapping in the breeze. He wore a moonstone mask over his face, which seemed to glow with an otherworldly light. The figure stood there for a moment, his eyes fixed on Oakvale, before disappearing back into the darkness as quickly as he had appeared. I hope you're ready for what comes next, Ravenwood. <laughs> Warlock, Episode 1, A Voice in the Dark. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Balthazar by Nick Akins. Kira by Shelby Hall. Astrid and the Lady in Darkness by Tamara Deering. Lyra by Claire Sullivan. The Teacher by John Huffman. The Proctor by Simeon Shy, Mendel and Zarian by Zachary Burrell. Additional voices by Brandon Meeks. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. Link in the show notes. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WarlockDND. Or check out our website, WarlockPod.com. One of the best things you can do for us is leave a review on your favorite platform. Thank you for listening. time on Warlock. After showing off some new magic, it's time for orientation at the tower. And of course, to meet the students of Class Red. Hey, who's that handsome hunk in the cape? Meet Ren, meathead or mystery. Next time on Warlock. <laughs> <laughs>